You are welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Taking the message of around the world by the power of the Holy Spirit. Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. The scripture reads from verse 18. And the Lord said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof and adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field but for adam there was not found and help meet for him and the lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed hallelujah reading through this scripture i began to feel like am i in a wedding ceremony it's not wedding it's family service but pastor has taught that every truth is traceable to the book of Genesis. You must find any truth in God's word in seed form in Genesis. So if we want to understand family, we want to know where it was first mentioned because that law of first mention makes you understand God's intention about the matter. You have seen people come together over the years it's always important to trace where it first began and know why it was initiated it will help you understand better how to function so concerning family we decided to trace it to the origin where family first started because today we know that the family is made up of the father or the husband wife and later on the children that's how it begins and it grows from a nuclear family it could extend into an extended family where you begin to have relatives you have grandpas grandmas and so on and so forth but it begins primarily with the husband and wife and then the children so from scripture we see the first time a family was instituted and from what we just read family is not a man's idea hallelujah help me tell your neighbor family is not a man's idea the concept of family is not a man's idea. It's God's idea. Hallelujah. 
is God's idea. Why are we celebrating family today? We are not just celebrating a man and his wife. We are celebrating what God initiated. And we want to align ourselves with God's ideas, with God's thoughts about family. It's God's idea. Therefore, for a family to thrive, every man, every woman must align himself with God. If you want to have a successful family, you go back to the originator of families. You go back to the initiator of families. You go back to the one that instituted it to find out how to make it work. To find out how to enjoy it. What is required? I've heard people say, I must not get married. And truly, it's not compulsory. But you must understand that your decision should not be born out of the experiences around you. Choosing not to have a family of your own should not be because you had bad experiences or because you've seen people whose families didn't work. It is important that you understand as a child of God that it is God's idea and it can work. Hallelujah. And then you, it's left for you to choose. No, I, I don't want to follow that path. I want to consecrate myself to God. Those that you saw in scripture that chose not to have their own families, they did that because they wanted to be sold out to God and God alone. Not because of fears. The decision not to have a family did not come out of fear. They were not afraid it might not work, so they now decided not to have families. Anything God initiates is good. It's for man to know how to work it. Hallelujah. We are here this morning. As many as possible are here as products of families. As many as possible are here representing families. It is God's idea and it's a good thing. And we have responsibilities to families. I want to show you another scripture that strengthens the fact that family is God's idea. Family is important to God. Let's look at Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. I'll read from verse 1 to 3. It says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Look at verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. I probably didn't read to you the first family was blessed. After God initiated that family or constituted that family, there was a word of blessing over them. He blessed them and said to them, be fruitful multiply replenish the earth subdue it god blessed that family now we see again in genesis 12 god is speaking to abraham 
giving him an instruction on how successful his life will be. And he says to him, through you, I'll bless all families. What's so special about families? Why not just bless Abraham? But he decides to bless families of the earth through Abraham. It means that the family that is going to be born tomorrow is blessed through Abraham. Hallelujah. There's a blessing on families. So if I have a family, there's a blessing upon my family. Especially when I'm connected to the Father. When I'm connected to that word that was spoken through Jesus Christ. Of course, you know Abraham's blessings are ours through Jesus Christ. Amen? We are connected. It's our inheritance through Jesus Christ. So, it's very clear here that every family that is connected to Jesus Christ is blessed already, whether they chose to or not. Because many years ago, God had spoken a word that he will not take back. He said, through you, I'll bless all families. Wisdom is that families will align. Families will connect to that blessing through salvation. Once they are connected, there is a blessing upon every family. It is important to know. I'm happy because my family is blessed. Amen. Is your family blessed? I don't know. You don't sound like your family is blessed. Is your family blessed? You know, your yes is based on the fact that you are connected to the blessing of Abraham. Is your family connected to that blessing? Before you were born, before you came on the scene, God had it all planned out. Before families began to emerge, God had a plan to bless every family. And he said, Abraham, through you, I'll bless all families. He made it easy. So, the only thing required of any family that will come years after is to connect to Abraham's blessing. Through you, I will bless all families. If my family seeks to be blessed, it's easy. It's just to connect to Abraham's blessing. And how do we connect? Through salvation. The Bible says, through Jesus Christ, we are connected to the blessings of Abraham. So, if the family comes to that place where they have received Christ as Lord and Savior, there is an automatic blessing upon that family. The question this morning is, is your family connected to that blessing? Is your family connected to the blessing proclaimed, declared by God? It wasn't Abraham's idea to bless families. It was God's idea. But God showed him the way. He said, through you. Many families suffer what they shouldn't be suffering. Many families have bad experiences. Not because it's God's plan. Many are going through difficult times. Not because it is the way God had ordained it. But rather, they have not known what to do. It's because many are not connected to that blessing. If you, you know, study the Jewish culture and the Jews generally, they are very conscious of the blessing. Everywhere they go to, you see them do well. 
it is said that a Jew can come with one bag to your place or to your country. But it give him time, he will take over that nation. It's not because there, there's anything different from them and us. Rather, there is a consciousness. Studies have shown that the Jewish man is conscious of the blessing upon them. That means that blessing works. It's the same blessing that is upon us. We might not be Jews by birth. But whatever blessing they enjoy, through Jesus Christ, we are partakers. Hallelujah. That means that your families can excel beyond measure. It means that your family can work. It means that your family can stand out. How conscious are you of God's promise to families? If you are conscious of the importance of that blessing, you will do all you can to make sure that your family is connected to that blessing. That will become your sole responsibility. You have a family of unbelievers. You know something will be lacking in that family. They will be functioning with human strength. And that blessing that distinguishes a man, that blessing that makes life easy, that blessing that causes people to favor you even when you didn't do anything about it, they lack it. Because no one is connected to the blessing. No one is linked to Jesus Christ. We must strive to connect our families to Jesus Christ. Beyond salvation that will bring them to um, eternal rest in heaven. Is that here on earth, your families will enjoy the blessing. It's easier. Things work faster. I see where many are comfortable with the fact that family members are not saved. If there is anything you shouldn't be comfortable with, is that family members are not saved. You can do family, family, family for life, nothing bigger than family, nothing greater than family, but a day will come, family members will be separated. And all of that love will mean nothing. Because some got saved, some didn't get saved, or all got saved, and all did not get saved. Any which one. The best decision is that everyone will be saved. So that this family bond that we have here on earth. We carry to heaven. Hallelujah. You look around you and family is still there. So it's a win-win situation. On earth they enjoy the blessing of families. And then still went to heaven. Enjoying what God has made available to us. I want to enter or speak about. A responsibility we all owe our families. It's a prayer responsibility. Everyone hearing me this morning, we owe our families that prayer responsibility. Man has willpower. You can't force anyone. Worst of all family members, sometimes they are the most difficult people to convince. You know that, right? So they want to do their own thing. You could be talking and they say, Why? is it by force? It's sometimes more difficult to try to get a family member to do what's right. It's easier to get a stranger to listen to you than a family member listening to you sometimes. It's wrong anyway. But please, don't leave them to themselves. 
abandon them, say, anything you want to do, do. We might not be able to compel them or force them physically, but there's something you can do. You can pray for them. I remember very quickly the story Reverend Emmanuel Opar shared with us when he came. He talked about his younger brother when he, was uns- uh, when he wasn't saved. How unruly the young man was. To the point that he would fight everybody, fight his father. He fought him to one time. He said the father, they, went, they wanted to tame him physically. You know, you don't just tame people physically. He said family members came together and decided to put this young man in order. And they thought it was by might. So they decided to beat him into order. And they, all, those of them that came together that day, they were holding him. This one was punching from here. But at the end of that event, the father lost a tooth. Trying to pound the young man into order. He overpowered all of them. And still was not corrected. Instead, trouble increased. Because now, it's not only outside he has enemies. Enemies are inside the house. So, he's coming with his fists ready to fight even inside the house. But he said what he did, he began to pray for that young man. He began to pray for him. Constantly calling him in the place of prayer. Knowing that nothing physically can change that man, he took up the prayer challenge. Help me tell your neighbor, you need to take up that prayer challenge for your family. They are worth it. Because the troubles that will come from not praying is more than the time you will spend praying. The problems, the headache of not praying for that family member He might just do something that will bring everybody to the police station. The money you would have used to have fun or enjoy yourself or, you know, send mommy money or somebody, you'll be bailing him every month. If you take that time out to pray, you will save yourself headache. He said he kept praying for that young man. One day, by himself, the guy submitted himself to God came to church and became more active than even himself in church. We can help families to follow the right path in prayer. That's a responsibility we owe our family. Every father, every mother owes their children prayer responsibility. How much prayer have you offered on behalf of your children? How have you charted their course in the place of prayer? Please forgive me, this morning is about families. That family God gave to you, he gave you a responsibility. Just as the church is God's family, and he's busy taking care of the church, so you ought to take care of the family that God has given to you. You owe them prayer responsibilities. Prayer is important. Pastor has taught on several occasions, and one very strong thing he said to us, he said, it seems like God cannot do anything except a man prays. When you pray, you have invited heaven to take charge. 
Because after this world was created, God handed it over to man. He bequeathed it to man. He said, take charge. And I'm not going to interfere with the affairs of man. The only thing that qualifies him or gives him a right to interfere is that you permitted him to do so. That's why we pray. So, you look at your family, you are not impressed. You're not happy about the way things are. Quarreling doesn't solve the problem. Fighting will not quench that issue. It will not calm the storm. But prayer will go a long way. And there is no time spent in prayer that is wasted time. Hallelujah. No time. No time. Help your brother out. Help your sister out. You have complained enough. Do something. Pray for them. If you take up that prayer challenge, you will be amazed at what would happen in your family. Things will turn around in a way that will amaze you. If you live here with nothing, please remember that we said this morning, you owe your family prayer. I'm not talking about the microwave prayer. Oh Lord, bless my family, bless them in Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> um, um, one of my sisters traveled when, I think this year, about me. So my children heard that she had traveled. So our morning prayers, when we're praying, you see prayer for them. Oh Lord, bless Auntie Ree. Let her find what she's looking for in Canada. I don't even know who taught them that kind of prayer. What, who told you she's looking for something in Canada? So the day she called, I said, my children are praying for you very seriously. That you will find what you are looking for. She said, amen. God bless them for me. And funny enough, they prayed that prayer. I didn't even tell them to stop. But it seemed like the Holy Ghost knew what was needed and put in the hearts of those children to pray for them and they prayed up till a particular period i just i kept quiet every time they prayed that prayer i just say amen but i saw when the prayer ended and nobody was praying for her again to settle down but i heard from her she had settled down i wasn't the one doing the prayer but that's how God functions. God wants to help somebody. He will stir someone else to pray for them. So you owe your family prayer. You might be giving them money, but it's not enough. That brother that keeps coming for money as if it's his right, the thing to do for him is to pray for him. So that he will be established. And instead of coming to us, he will begin to take care of others. Hallelujah. We owe our families prayer. We can chart the course of our family in prayer. You can take them one after the other. You pray for mommy, you pray for daddy, and you are precise in that place of prayer. Make up your mind to invest quality time praying for them. What they will turn out to be, you will be glad. There are those of us that don't have children yet. There are those of us that are not yet married. Prayer is an investment. 
understanding what family is, you start investing today. And you reap. You, you, you get your dividends later. But if you think that life is take it as you get it, you'll be surprised. You end up not being happy. You can decide for yourself how it will be. And when you take up prayer challenges, you'll be amazed at the outcome. I can call out a few persons that have ventured into that place of prayer and they will tell you their testimonies. It seems like anything that is happening around you can just keep happening until you make up your mind to pray. A sister was sharing with me how things were not just working. Someone was supposed to pay her money, a family member, and the money was not forthcoming. Every day she would say, where's the money? She said, please, I don't have any money. And then one day after hearing God's word in church, she went home and decided, today, this matter will be settled. She said she stayed in the morning praying. She didn't go fighting. She stayed in her house. The person was in his own place and started praying. She said she prayed in the morning from 9, prayed, 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 around 12, took break. Said she will continue later. But she was praying and got to the point where she was declaring words. But you see, she had made up her mind, this thing, I will settle it. Do you know the interesting thing that happened? Before the second round of prayer, her phone rang. Send me account number. She said, eh. So this thing was set and since. Because she said in her prayer, she knew that illegal operations of Satan was going on. So she had learned it in, in, in church. And so she was implementing it. And rebuking the devil. And taking authority. She was so amazed to see that what she had chased for over six months happened after about three hours of prayer. Why will I not pray? Hallelujah. Between family members. So that, that thing you are trying to correct, if you will just invest hours in prayer, you will be amazed at how it will turn around. There's no one that prayer cannot influence. This morning, live here with that understanding. I owe my family prayer. You want them to succeed? I owe them prayer. Oh, this one doesn't want to go to school. Yeah, they've tried. They've called family meeting. Uncle has called. They've even taken his name to the bishop. Everybody has He said, leave me alone. Hey, relax, pray. He will wake up one morning and say, I want to buy jam for. Nobody knows what happened to him. God happened to him. And things will change. Is that prayer investment that will bring about the successes you want to see in your families? Hallelujah. We owe them that much. They are family. Many of us associate with family only when it's striving. When it's succeeding, then you announce, that's my family. But whether they do well or not, it's still your family. Knowing that you cannot decide on family, whichever one God puts you into, please know that you have a responsibility to that family. Do something about it. I'll just give you a little moment to think about your family. 
And I'm sure you discover there's something to pray about your family. Think about it now. Is there something to pray about your family? No, be sure. Don't just say yes. Just remember your family. Whether the immediate family or the extended family. Is there something to pray about your family? There's, some, there's always something to pray about. So instead of worrying, pray. Let's invest quality time. Husbands, pray for your wives. It's not only the responsibility of the wife to pray. I see many families where only the wife is praying. They say it's the woman's job to pray. <laughs> Who told you? There are women that if they come, you see that we pray. I'm telling you, there are wives that make the men pray. They are the ones praying every day. But please, prayer is for all. Don't leave the responsibility of prayer to the wife alone. We are more prone to pray, yes. But please know that every husband has a prayer responsibility. You want to pray, you want your children to succeed, pray too. You want the marriage to be great, pray. Remember scripture says when you agree, when two of you agree, it shall be done. So, it's more important than two of you are praying than one person is praying. God will still answer one person, but man is stronger when two people come together to pray. So, please pray. If we have families that are praying, we will have more successful families all over the world. That's the truth. If Renaissance Assembly people are praying, more successful families will emerge here. Hallelujah. Don't just pray for money. Every time we say pray, the first thing that comes to your mind is money. Oh God, is money. You know, when we raise prayer points for money, now everybody's voice will be strong. You see depth of prayer. You pray, say, Let, let's pray for our loved ones. Lord, bless them. Bless them wherever they are. Bless them. Finish. Microwave. Boom. It's over. Pray for money. You remember the man in Abba. You remember the other contract in Onisha. You, rem all of you will call them one after the other. No. Family matters. Even if God gives you that money, family can mess it all up. True. You can have the money and keep spending it on irresponsible family members because you refuse to pray for them. There are those that they don't, they are not even sensible enough to know that they are causing pain to others. They don't even know. They don't even care. So, what you owe them is prayer. Make up your minds today to pray for families. And permit me to announce all hope is not lost yet. Hallelujah. I don't know the state your family is in, but God brought you here this morning because He wants to help. He wants something to change. He wants to turn things around. In that place of prayer, victory will emerge. You will have testimonies. Amen. Start today. It's not too late. Start today. Start praying. Some of us, I'll end with this, have very careless family members. Very careless. When I mean careless, spiritually careless. 
and they don't know that this world is driven by the spirit realm and that evil people are everywhere their carelessness can cause us pain so since they don't even know what to do it's our responsibility to cover them in the place of prayer we carry them we cover them we help open the doors for them you owe them that much so please today live here knowing this god is establishing you so that you too can establish others he blessed abraham so that abraham could be a blessing you are in renaissance assembly your family might not be here but here you know what to do for them you are being taught what to do and because of you your family will be blessed amen Bible spoke about Potiphar's house. He said, because of Joseph, one person connected to the blessing of Abraham. He said, because of Joseph, Potiphar's house was blessed. I tell my family all the time, I say, you are, you are blessed to have me with you. <laughs> it might sound like a boast, but not a boast actually. It's that there's someone connected to the covenant in your midst and is a blessing for you. So, your presence in that family should be a blessing. Let many things not happen because you are there. When the devil remembers your family there, he will remember you. <laughs> and know that you will not let such a thing happen. He will step aside. So, take your place in your families. Take up that prayer challenge. Make up your mind. That this family will prosper as long as I'm here. God does not need to come down. I'm here. Amen. Help me tell yourself, I'm here. My family will do well. Say it like you mean. You're talking to me. Are you telling me, am I the person? Tell yourself. Say, I'm here. I'm here. I'm still here. I've not gone yet. I'm still here. My family will do well. You know, even when this family service was approaching, I remembered it. Something came up in my family and they were telling me about something. Kai, it just occurred. I said, I'm here. That's it. <laughs> it won't work. I'm here. And that confidence in the place of prayer matters. Where you know you are the watchdog. You, I'm here. Mm -mm. Not while I'm here. This thing will not happen. And that family will be blessed to have you. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads to pray for our families. I want you to pray for that brother, for that sister. I don't know what the issues are. You could start by saying, Lord, forgive me for not taking my place in my family. I had not been doing what I was supposed to do. I've just been complaining. I've not been praying. That's if you're not. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faith faith